This podcast is part of the 76ers Podcast Network. Search 76ers Podcast wherever you get your pods. I'm Brian Seltzer, and this is The Scoop from the 76ers Podcast Network for Tuesday, February 16th. The finale of the 76ers' eight-day, four-game Western Conference road trip might have been a loss to the best team in the NBA, but it was also a testament to the brilliance of Ben Simmons and just how dominant the two-time All-Star can be when he's at the peak of his powers. Simmons stops, starts, goes in on Mitchell, and gets all the way to the company, lays it in with the left hand. Moments before the Sixers took the floor at Vivint Arena against the league-leading Jazz on Monday, it was announced that Joel Embiid was a late scratch with back tightness. Instead of turning to a traditional big to take Embiid's place in the lineup against back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year winner Rudy Gobert, Doc Rivers went with Mike Scott, choosing to go small. We were trying to create a lineup where Gobert would guard Ben. Uh, that happened. You know, the key for us was getting stops and getting it to Ben and getting up the floor. We just felt like there's no way anybody was going to stay with him, especially a center. So I thought Ben handled that very well. And from the jump, the roll of the dice paid off. Simmons breaks it off again, goes into the lane on favors and scores it. Ben Simmons flexes as he scores another layup, headed toward what could be a dominant offensive game. Simmons at the point of attack, breaks free and jams it with the left hand. Ben Simmons hammers it in. What a start for Simmons. 19 points already. It was his highest scoring quarter ever, and he did it in perfect fashion. 7 for 7 from the field and 5 for 5 from the free throw line. In the second quarter, the game turned as Utah started getting to the stripe. The Jazz, winners of seven straight, jumped in front 72-66 at the break. Utah then threatened to break the game open in the third. Simmons was one of the reasons why the Sixers kept it close. Simmons with the ball. He's got a look to shoot here. Backing on Bogdanovich into the lane. Backing, turning, jump hook, left-hand shot. It's good. Simmons matching his career high with 34. In the fourth quarter, Simmons rewrote his own record. Simmons with it, one-on-one with Royce O'Neal, going into the lane, sweeping skyhook off the glass, up and good. Ben with 36, a new career high. That was when it was 110-104, four minutes into the fourth quarter. The difference, ultimately, Utah's three-point shooting. They outscored the Sixers by 30 from deep with an 18-8 edge on threes, 134-123 the final. But again, the big-picture takeaway here, at least on my end, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, two all-star hopefuls this year, stepping up in a major way without Joel Embiid. Simmons, 42 points, 15 for 26 from the field, 12 of 13 from the line, 12 assists, first 76er since Allen Iverson with a 40-point assist double-double. He also had nine rebounds and played just the way Doc Rivers had hoped. Honestly, he's been working on my mentality and my, my mental a lot um, these past few weeks. I feel like I'm, I'm figuring it out. Obviously, my, my scoring has been a lot higher in the last five, six games. As long as I can keep doing that and, and stay locked in and keep working on my mental, I think it's scary. As for Simmons' reaction to initially being matched up with Rudy Gobert. I love when I saw Rudy, Rudy's guarding me. <laughs> I mean, I, I love being able to go at somebody like that. I felt like it was a little bit of disrespect putting him on me, but it is what it is. Not to be overlooked by any stretch Monday, Tobias Harris. Season-high, 36 points, 3 for 5 from deep, 10 boards. He was Simmons' right-hand man. That's who he has to be, straight line, aggressive, and powerful. When he plays like that, he's hard to deal with. I thought he played a very decisive game. He is really keeping the game simple. Uh, He's playing with great force. He's scoring from the three, off the dribble, in the post. He's doing exactly what we believe he can do, you know, 36 a night. I don't know if he can do that, but I'm all for it. 
Harris had some heartfelt comments after the game about teammate Dwight Howard, who had a great night with 14 points and 12 rebounds, despite learning earlier in the day about a death in the family. It just shows who he is as a person, and he's an amazing leader and somebody who who cares about the team and, and cares about helping us win, and that just showed in him just going out to play. And I mean, not many of us thought he was going to play today either. You know, it's real tough to play on, too. Now, at least for a couple days, the 76ers welcome a change of scenery back in South Philadelphia. Coming to town on Wednesday at 7 o'clock, the Houston Rockets, led by John Wall. I'm Brian Seltzer, and that was The Scoop from the 76ers Podcast Network for Tuesday, February 16th. A reminder that starting soon, this series will only be available on its own feed. Here's what you got to do. Search 76ers Scoop wherever you get your pods and subscribe and follow right now.